Yes, welcome to the Wonderland, people. It's episode 7,359, and actually it's not. It's episode 68, but that's still a lot, I think. Feels like a lot anyway. Anyway, look, my name is Jeff Healy, and it's great to have you on board for yet another 15 minutes or so of highly questionable thoughts, theories, and observations, bit of music, and God knows what else. In any case, I hope you enjoy the ride and look, try to keep those expectations low. Right, now we're going to kick off today's show with just two words, folks, and those words are baby shower. Now, look, this might be one of the most ridiculous common expressions I've ever heard. I mean, I know what it means, but that doesn't really help me because every time I hear it, one of three really bizarre images pop into my head. Image one is a person in a shower holding a baby. Image two, a baby in a shower. Image three, a group of women being literally showered with babies. So I suppose the question I want to ask is this. Am I nuts? Well, I think our regular listeners already know the answer to that one. But look, really, doesn't the combination of the words baby and shower seem kind of incongruous? I think it does. So, look, I want to dissect and analyse this whole thing properly. If you just hear the word shower, well, obviously it brings to mind water, doesn't it? Either from a faucet or the sky. And when you hear the word baby, you think of a baby. So no matter which way you look at it, this expression literally means wet human infant. And as for the expression bridal shower, there's no way I'm going to tackle that one. Anyway, having now gotten all of that off my chest, let's move on to the first regular part of our program. Usually I'd give you a bit of a heads up as to what that's going to be about, but given that I have absolutely no idea today, I thought I'd just play the introduction and see what comes into my head in the next 12 seconds or so. So let's now dive fully clothed into the mysterious but oddly inviting waters of Theory Time. You can't know what you can't know. I'm gonna tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory time. And welcome to Theory Time. So what I said just now about having no idea what this segment was going to be about was a complete lie. But I just wanted to see what it would feel like to say it. It actually felt pretty good. For about, I don't know, seven seconds. But, you know, having caught myself out in a lie, I now feel like a bit of a tool and quite appropriately so. But like I've said on previous episodes of The Wonderland, lying is an indelible part of the human condition. Um, Well, actually, I think I've said that on one episode. So there's another lie for you, okay? Anyway, look, I don't think any of us can completely avoid it. But even if that reality is generally accepted, I think most of us would hesitate to ever give lying an actual stamp of approval because more often than not, it creates potential problems. Least of all, the risk of embarrassment, shame, ridicule, or worse, if you get exposed as the liar. So sometimes I wonder if, you know, when we enter into a new relationship of any kind, we should actually sign some kind of standard form declaring that over the course of the relationship, We might occasionally be creative with the truth and the other person countersigns to accept that possibility as a matter of course. Would that then be a license to lie though? 
and would that be a good thing? To be perfectly honest, I don't think it would make a great deal of difference. See, human nature has always and will always instinctively value truth and authenticity above all else. And an untruth, if and when discovered, will still get frowned upon, signed piece of paper or not. So what about withholding the truth? Now, I'm not really talking about the legal ramifications of this, of course, just the social ones. It's certainly a hell of a lot safer, and sometimes actually even a good idea, depending on the issue concerned and what's at stake if the information in question is revealed. Hmm. But here's the guts of my theory. Whether we realise it or not, and whether we like it or not, our lives are essentially transactional, in so much as they largely revolve around pleasing the people around us in order to get what we want, and often what we need. Also, consider this interesting little factoid. You'll often hear the expression, getting away with telling a lie, but you will rarely, if ever, hear the expression, getting away with telling the truth. But the reality is that both of these things can be equally difficult. And I suppose that's just the way the world, as in the one we've created, works. And sometimes that's going to involve being careful with dishing out those cold, hard facts. And I think the vast majority of us are good-natured enough to want to avoid unnecessarily hurting anyone who isn't a complete bastard, as well as wanting to avoid anything resembling a punch in the face. This is what I know. Theory time. And that was today's hard-hitting episode of Theory Time. And I think it's now time for some music. So I've decided that we are going to take a listen to an excerpt from a track from one of our Wonderland-approved artists. And today, it's a new act. It's Northeast Traffic, a funk prog rock outfit coming out of the US. And here they are with Erbium. Thank you. 
And that's an excerpt from Erbium from Northeast Traffic. And you can check out the rest of that song on Spotify, along with the rest of the band's albums and singles. Speaking of traffic, it's another one of those things in life that we can't avoid, isn't it? Unless we decide to become a hermit, I suppose. But generally speaking, most of us are stuck with it, and I'm not just talking about road traffic. So to properly explain where I'm going with this, we're now going to head to the inner sanctum of incisive information. That is... Jeff's Thought of the Day. I was thinking about something, I think it was the thought of the day. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. And welcome to Thought of the Day. Yes, the joy of traffic. We've actually got to deal with traffic every time we step outside the house, you know. I mean, that's if you include places like the supermarket, the bus stop, the place you work, the unemployment office, the mall, Main Street in general, even the park. You know, when it's just really busy in these places because there's loads of people there at the same time as you are. It's all traffic. And when we're in the middle of that sort of traffic, we also tend to subconsciously pick up the mood of it, somehow. You know, if you're in a happy environment, surrounded by lots of happy people, you're more likely to become happy yourself after a while. At a funeral, you'll usually tend to become appropriately miserable after a while, and if you're waiting in line outside a nightclub toilet, the longer you have to stand there among people who need to go, the more you'll need to go. Anyway, I was at the gym yesterday, and because it was after 5pm, there was definitely traffic. In this case, the after-work rush hour. Now, I usually try to avoid peak times at the gym, but yesterday it didn't really work out for one reason or another. So I found myself waiting to use various bits of apparatus and occasionally having to wait to use a machine. Which is fine, but as I had a bit of time to kill whilst waiting for workout stations, it occurred to me that pretty much every place we go, involving traffic or not, also has a vibe, an atmosphere, a... Yeah, a mood. I also found myself wondering why a lot of guys who regularly go to the gym seem to favour wearing really loose-fitting clothes when they're not working out, you know, during the day. Hmm. Anyway, my main thought was that the gym has this vibe. You know, a vibe all of its own. Everybody is ostensibly there to get fit, but what I've noticed is that guys in particular have a tendency to really, I don't know, soak up the atmosphere in the place and seem a lot more interested in the social side of things there than actually doing much to increase their fitness. The women are different though. Women get on with it. Like a woman will go to the gym and she'll do stuff straight away. She'll get straight on the treadmill, or on that cross trainer, or that spinning bike, and she'll go like the clappers for 30 minutes, and then she'll do some machines, and then she's off to the women's locker room, and you won't see her again. The guys, on the other hand, seem to be a little bit more, I don't know, relaxed about the whole affair. And they'll think nothing of spending quite a while in the workout space doing relatively little, other than chatting to the other guys and making the most of just being there. And that brings me to the guy. And I've seen many of them over the years who'll stride into the training area. He'll walk around slowly for about, I don't know, 15 minutes, going from machine to machine. He'll sit down at each one for a minute or so, walk around a bit more, stretch, look at himself several times in the big mirror in such a way as to suggest that he doesn't trust the ones at home, finally decide something like, well, I'm looking pretty good, and leave. 
It's almost as if he feels that by being in the presence of fitness, he's somehow becoming fitter. That the fitness is, I don't know, contagious. And it seems that the most important thing about having a gym membership to this guy is how often he goes. Not so much what he does when he gets there. The thing is this, most people will never ask this guy what he's actually done at the gym. All they're interested in is that he's been there. And if he has, they're thinking, well, he must be in great shape. And they'll also assume he's modest, which explains why he's wearing really loose-fitting clothes. You know, during the day. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. And that's it for Thought of the Day and the 68th episode of The Wonderland. Thanks for joining me today, and if you've enjoyed the show, please hit the subscribe or the like button, and that way you'll be notified when the next episode appears. Unless, of course, you're listening on Spotify, in which case, all you need to remember is that Friday is Wonderland Day. But for now, I wish you all good luck with successfully surviving another week on planet Earth, and I look forward to talking to you all next week on episode 69 of the Wonderland. Gotta get back to Jeff's Wonderland. Wonderland.